0: They belong to their readers now, which is a great thing, because the books are more powerful in the hands of my readers than they could ever be in my hands. John Green You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Leigh Today's episode is all about being finished. How do you know when you are finished
1: with your novel? When is it complete? How do I know that it needs another edit or
0: not? This is a difficult question because really, a book is never finished. You can always decide something else can change. However, you do need to recognize that there comes a point where it's no longer your story to change.
1: Like our opener said, The readers of your novel are also creating the story, not just imagining all of the information you give them, but they're imposing their own biases, their own opinions, their own experiences into the story. It's not your story to manipulate that. It's the reader's book now.
0: One of Lee's favorite authors, Ted Decker, has a theory about this, and it's sandcastles. You have built a sandcastle, but when you leave that sandcastle is no longer yours. Either the tide comes in, washes it away, and creates a blank slate for somebody else to work with, or somebody else comes in and adds and builds and changes your sandcastle to become their own. The same thing is with our books. Our books are sandcastles. We finish it, and then we give it to an editor or a publisher, and eventually to our readers. And a lot of
1: Decker's point in this is Don't let yourself be bogged down in writing this book and building this sandcastle because there's more beach. Build it, learn from the experience, have fun. Move on, build another one over there. Let other people enjoy and experience this one, sure. But you as the author, your self-discovery journey that comes with writing a book only comes when you're writing a book. So if you're editing something to death, you aren't growing as a person.
0: This is a really easy trap for authors, especially new authors, to fall into. It's that trap of editing because we always see room for change. We always see something that could be different. You need to ask yourself, though, is it different or is it better? Don't change things just to change things if it's not actually improving the story in some way. If it's not improving the plot progression or the character development, if it's not adding to the world building in a productive way, then why are you changing it? So I have to ask, you've published
1: two books now, you're working on your third. How do you know when to let go of your novel?
0: My answer is a very vague thing. There's no real set way for me, unless it's a deadline. If there's a deadline involved, absolutely I'm done. But for me to know that my book is done, I have to feel satisfied that it is good enough. I know it's not perfect, but I am satisfied in how the story has been told. I'm satisfied with the character progression, and I know that anything else I do is not necessarily an improvement. And sometimes this knowledge for me comes by handing it to someone else and having them say. Yes, this is good, this is ready. Because I am a
1: plotter, I need to be organized about every aspect of my process. I actually have checklists. Checklists for the character design, for the world building, for the editing especially, because if I don't follow this recipe of editing, I will go back and keep changing things. We'll talk about that recipe, that editing checklist in a minute, But once I finish my checklists, I force myself to go hands-off on the project. And more often than not, I'm sick of the story. (laughs) It all feels so contrived, so cliche by the time I've been through it four or five times.
0: So those are our answers, but this answer is different for everybody. So we went to penguinrandomhouse.com and they asked the question, how do you know when you're done writing? And both authors and editors responded to give their input on how they know when the story is finished.
1: The first one I can definitely relate to came from an author. This answer was, when they're no longer inspired. If the story isn't interesting, isn't creating new images, isn't bringing something new to the surface in them, then they're no longer
0: inspired. They know it's time to move on. One of the editors said that They're done when the changes stop improving the story. So they agree with us. If it's not improving, it's done.
1: Another author reminds me a lot of you. This author knows they are completely finished when the deadline comes, when the calendar says, hey, it's January 31st, hands
0: off. Time to be done because you have no other option. Turn in your homework. Another editor added that, The story is done when it delivers on its promise. If that question, that problem presented at the beginning has been solved, if the promise made at the beginning has been answered, that's when you know a story is done.
1: Another editor agrees with me here. When the writer and I simply can't bring ourselves to look at it one more time. So much of this process is going over and over and over the story. I especially suffer from this in my marketing because I am so bored with the book. I don't want to do interviews. I don't want to talk even more about the book because I'm over it.
0: And our final one from this list came from an author. Their advice was to simply learn to let it go. So there is no being done. You just have to let it go. When you let it go, that's when it's done we
1: would like you to build a habit of creating and using checklists so that you can feel satisfied with your book. You can move on, you can give yourself permission to move on and write the next book. This next section, we're gonna be talking about some of our checklists and how we know this particular aspect of the story is done.
0: So for me as a pantser and generally not planner in any kind of way, I don't have a set checklist that I actually go and make marks. Okay, this is done. This is done. But I will contribute and add for those of you like me that that's not how my brain works can find ways in that process to decide, yes, okay, I'm satisfied here.
1: If you're looking for a checklist for your character design, you can head back to October and our website and find the character design checklist there. Download it, fill it out. If you can fill out all of these facets of information about your character, then you're good to go.
0: It's not always about having that paper, though. The character within the story needs to feel complete. So if you have a good, solid character arc from beginning to end, and all of those questions have been answered that are necessary for the story within the actual writing then that's when I decide, yes, okay, I'm good to go. Because my character feels complete. Some people, like myself, a plotter, will
1: have outlines that we follow, and that outline is our plot checklist. Once we've filled out all of the little facets in the outline, then we're good to go. Other people, especially pantsers, are more inclined to look at the problem-solution story structure. To go, Okay, I have introduced the problem here, I have solved the problem here, the story is complete.
0: I will get a little bit deeper into that to make sure that the progression from the problem to the solution is satisfied. That there's no leaps, there's no jumps in logic in that progression. There's no holes that readers fall into and say, wait, what do you mean? So that's how I know I'm satisfied is the road from problem to solution is complete. Not always the smoothest ride, but it's there.
1: As you're going through and checking your world building, you can write a list for yourself going, "Do I mention a holiday in here? Do I know what time of year it is? Do I know how this and that affects the characters and the plot?" But the biggest thing for knowing your world building is complete is making sure it's consistent. There are always going to be aspects about the world that you don't include in your story. Please, God, I hope so. That's okay. You just need to make sure that page one and page 58 line up. The information is consistent.
0: This is especially important for pantsers, and you will look closer at this during the editing phase. But because when I write, I pants, The world building aspects of the world, the seasons, the magic, they all change from when I start to when I finish. So my decision to say, yes, my world building is done, is when I look at all of those elements and say, yes, it is now actually consistent from beginning to end. There's no changes that would make the reader go, but that's not how that worked. Or this feels like a deus ex machina because you're introducing this in the third act and that just isn't okay.
1: The main checklist I use for feeling like I'm finished with the novel that I have permission to let it go is my editing checklist. I have four different passes that I go through during my editing. If I interrupt one pass to go backwards in any of this list, then I have to finish that pass on that level. So sometimes I'll have five or six passes, but I found by about the fourth
0: pass, I'm over it. By about the fourth pass, you're starting to edit things to death, and we already told you that's bad. That first pass, though, is
1: almost like you're still in your first draft. Yes, technically it's editing, but you're
0: editing as an author, not an audience member. So any of those scenes that you just put in brackets and said, this is going to happen. This is the point where you go through and you fix that. You add those scenes. You make sure that those are complete.
1: You create the swear words.
0: Eventually. I'm still working on that. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you focus on the themes, the structure, and the plot holes, making sure all of those are there. For some authors, this
1: is a complete rewrite, a brand new document, and you have the other one up on the other side of the screen. For people like me, it's what did I miss the first time around? What are the plot holes?
0: Yeah, I'm one of those complete rewrite people because, again, it's all of those world building changes, character changes that I made. I can't copy and paste, otherwise the wrong information will inevitably get copied over. So I start fresh, start over, and especially during this current project, by about I'm using a seven-point structure, so about the fifth point, the story is almost completely new. It's dangerous to do it this way, but if you're anything like me, it actually makes it better in the end because I'm not sticking to a rough draft that didn't work.
1: This is one that if you are doing that complete rewrite, you will be doing that complete rewrite and several passes in this particular phase. I just go through it and make sure I filled in all of the little holes that I left on my first draft. Then I go and take a break.
0: The break is vital because it gives you that chance to step away from a story, relax your mind, forget some of the details so that you can go in and view it as a reader. So these next three passes are read from an
1: audience's point of view, not from your author point of view. I use the wide shot, medium shot, close up, which are camera terms of the broad strokes, the artistry and eliminating distractions. So that wide shot is a pass in and of itself. This is when I chapter my books. This is when I decide if I need to delete some of the beginning chapters and if I need to move scenes
0: around in order to make something more interesting, more palatable, make more sense. And then you move on to the next phase, which is the medium shot. This is where you focus on the artistry of the story. You focus on word choice. You focus on metaphors and making sure that they're consistent, that you're not switching from hot metaphors to cold metaphors within the same scene. You're gonna be focusing on the dialogue and the subtext, making sure the point that you want to make is coming across to the reader through your words through the sentences and making sure that it's beautiful. The final pass
1: is the focus on the nitty-gritty details, making sure your grammar is good. Anything like misplaced punctuation, misspelling, these things can distract your reader from your story. Remind them that they're reading a story instead of immersed in the world that you've created.
0: You really need to avoid reverting to prior steps during this and avoid changing sentence structure unless it's a grammar issue. Avoid changing word choice, again, unless it's a grammar issue. You are focusing on the details only, line editing. And again, if you do revert, my rule is
1: I have to finish the pass in that style and then restart the
0: pass that I reverted from. So if you revert from close-up to medium, Finish your medium and then go back and start over on the close-up because you don't want entire chunks that missed close-up because you reverted backwards. And you can go over
1: as many of these as often as you like. Mm, to a point. I only go through them each about once unless I force myself to revert back because I noticed something obvious. But I'm tired of it by the end of this close-up
0: edit. And once you are finished with that editing, then it's time to let it go and move it into the publishing phase. If, of course, that is something you wanna do. If you're writing just to write, you don't need to worry about this, but that is the natural next step to finishing a novel is publishing it, whether that's pursuing traditional publishing or self-publishing. Once you've finished editing, give it up, let it go. That's the habit we want you to build is to let it go. Be ELSA let it go. You don't want me to
1: start singing to you, but if you have a friend who needs to let it go, email us their phone number and I will sing a terrible rendition on their voicemail. So for the next 21 days, I want you to focus on your personal checklists. Know what you need to do in order to get to that point where you can be hands-off finished with the project.
0: So every day Either change something on your checklist or add something or think about it and define it so that you can know that your book is finished when it's time. And you can know that you wrote selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at publishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.